Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're continuing to learn Mesech the Shabbos, Perak Beis, Mishnah Gimel, and Mishnah Dalit. And it's the famous Perak of Bamem and Likin, with what may we kindle our Shabbos candles with, and with what may we not kindle our Shabbos candles with, both discussing the wicks and the oil. Says our Mishnah, returning to the subject of what is disqualified from using as wicks, one is not allowed to kindle our Shabbos lights with anything that's made from a tree except for flax. That is, wicks can only be made from flax. And again, the reason for that is because anything else flickers and it's going to cause someone to start playing with the wicks on Shabbos in order to create a more bright and consistent light and that's going to cause an issue of lighting on Shabbos, of, of kindling a light on Shabbos. Once we're on the subject of things that emerge from trees, says our Mishnah that there's a concept called Tumas Oholim. What's Tumas Oholim? So if there is a dead body beneath an Ohel, a canopy, we may be familiar with the concept that a dead body beneath an ohel, a canopy, the canopy then transmits tumah, that anything that now that's beneath that canopy, even if it's not touching the dead body, becomes tumah. There is an additional concept that the ohel itself, the actual canopy, that too can contract can contract tumah if it's made of flax. However, if it's not made of flax, it does not become tumah. So our mission is now telling us any roof that serves as a a conduit for Tumas Ohel does not become Tumi itself. It only serves as a conduit to transmit Tuma, except unless it's made of flax. Now, next part. Let's say you have a minimum size begin, a minimum a minimum minimum size garment. What's a minimum size garment? So halachically, what is the di- differentiation between a strip of cloth and a halachic beged, where once it's considered halachic beged, now it can become it can be susceptible to becoming tomei and other other nafkaminas, other halachic ramifications. It has to be the size of three by three etzbaos, um, three by three finger breaths. If you have once it hits three by three etzbaos, now it's considered a minimum size beged, and it, and it can become susceptible to tumah. What happens if you have psilas habegach a klip of alavihilo? You have a total, a minimum size baget. It's three by three, exactly, precisely three by three, and you twist it into a, you twist it into a, into a wick. Now, there's two parts to making a wick. First, you have to twist it. You twist it into a wick, and then what they would do is they would singe it in order to make it light faster. The discussion that's going to come is as follows. Once you twist it into a wick, one can argue it's no longer a bag and now it's a wick. And therefore, once you call it a wick, it's no longer going to be susceptible to becoming tummy because it's not a bag anymore. It's not a garment. Rather, it's a wick. Or one can argue, no, the only when do you say it's no longer a baguette, it's no longer a garment, once it's totally incomplete, you can totally complete the process of transforming it into a wick, and that's when you singe it. So that's going to be the debate here. Rabbi Lazar Omer, tummy. It's still susceptible to becoming Tomei so long as you have not singed it yet. If you merely twist it but don't singe it, so then it can become Tomei. Furthermore, Ein Madlikin bow, and if it's Erev Shabbos, that's also Yom Tov, you cannot kindle this light. Why? What's going on with that? So he says as follows, that... On Erev, when you are to, when you are going to, on Erev Shabbos, that's, that's Yom Tov, when you're going to uh, light this, um, when when you're going to light this wick, 
and it's and it has not been singed yet as you lighting it you're now going to transform it into a wick and that's called nolad and then you're you're creating muksa on yamtuf which is not allowed so therefore by transforming it, by, by singeing it, you're transforming it, and you're creating a situation of muksa. Essentially, what Eliezer is saying is that just twisting a baguette is not enough to make it a wick. Rikiva, or no, tahar, it's tahar. Until you singe it, it's just a twisted piece of baguette, and therefore, it's it's still tahar. Umad likimbo, and meaning to say, and therefore, tahar, if once you twist it, excuse me, then it's 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 now it's tahar, it's no longer it's no longer a beged. Uma likimbo, you can kindle it on Erev Shabbos because at that point, it's no longer a beged. Mishnah Dalit. Lo yikav adam shoferes shabetzah. So now we're going to move over from the, the issues of using certain items because we're concerned you may kindle, and we're going to move over to mechabe, that using certain things that may cause you to put out the fire. A person can take an egg, puncture a tiny hole in the egg, fill the egg up with oil, and put it on top of the uh, a lamp meaning to say what are you going to do you're creating a, an external or an extra tank of oil where you're going to put on the lamp so that you have a, a, an, addition, an additional reservoir if you will of oil so that when the lamp's oil goes out now the oil from this this egg will drip in to the lamp and thus you'll have your lamp will light further why can't you do so? Because what, what's the concern? What's the concern? The concern is the, the rabbis are concerned. You may then be, may remove this egg at some point because again it's movable. If you, you only placed it on top, and if you do so, you're going to be hastening the extinguishing process because now instead of going out in four hours, you remove this external tank of oil and it can go out in two hours. Thus, you are hastening the process of it going out, causing the fire to go out faster. Even even if the lamp is made of of earthenware, where it's it's very gross, and a person is not really going to want to remove it, because what can you do with the oil? Once you have this oil touching the earthenware, it's it's gross. You're not going to want to use it for cooking. Even then, the rabbis were still concerned. You're going to remove the egg con- con- uh, holding the extra oil, and because they had this concern, which is going to lead to mechabit putting out the fire. Therefore, they say a person is not allowed to do the, make this contraption on Shabbos. Rehuda Mata Rehuda did not have this concern. In another circumstance where a person also created a second a reservoir, Aval in Chibra Mutter. But if a person uses a a a, a, a lamp that has an additional reservoir that's attached to it from a craftsman, then one is allowed to do it. Meaning, if you buy a lamp that has an additional lamp that's attached to it, that that, that the craftsman attached to it, and that's how it's made. That, that's allowed because that, it's one vessel and you, since you can't remove it so then a, a person it, it's not able to be removed so we don't no longer have that concern one more arrangement instead of making this fancy schmancy contraption of using an egg with a hole in it you can't fill up your your lamp full of oil then take a bowl fill with oil and place a psila a wick from the bowl to the lamp so that when you light the lamp on fire as it is burning it will draw oil from the additional bowl next to it again it's the same concern because when that happens we're concerned what happens if you decide you want the oil from the second bowl and you remove the bowl you're going to hasten the process of the fire going out 
Again, same concern, but Yehuda Matir, Yehuda did not have this concern, and therefore he said, one, a person's not going to do that, a person's going to realize he didn't have this concern, and therefore it's permitted. I wish you all a wonderful day.